reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! again to the doom pod troll podcast i'm your host scott Coles, and with me as always is murray fox and this week we are looking at doom patrol number 55 from may 1992 Ooh, we're getting close to the beginning of the end i was gonna say i thought yeah i think morrison's run is starting to wrap up isn't it uh, like it really it really kicks into sort of high gear in round 57. Yeah, 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 yeah. The final arc kind of deal. Yes, it feels like, this issue certainly feels like things are starting to, starting to close out or change or, as we will see. <laughs> I still got, let's see, it goes to 63, so. Yeah. But it's definitely starting to accelerate towards the end. Right. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Well, we start things off with a cover by Beisley. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's something. Yeah, I... I don't know who that's supposed to be. I'm not uh, sure either. Some Generally, s- when you see some really weird-looking chick on the front, I usually say I think it's uh, crazy, uh, crazy Jane. Jane, but this, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's sort of a yeah crazy chick all strapped up on a bed with a knife, and it could just be random crazy chick. It's hard to say. Maybe maybe the inside will tell us more. Maybe it's a hospital gurney of some kind. I think, but. Yeah, well, it looks to be. It's got the square tiles tiles and stuff. Yeah. All right. We will figure it out. We'll see if Purple Clown Face Lady has something to do with the (laughs) ongoing story. (laughs) All right, so we open up and we get Dorothy. Close-ups of Dorothy. Well, close-ups and then we pull back a little bit. Mm -hmm. And she's just... She's saying no a whole lot. She's all crouched up on her bed, and she's bleeding, the poor little thing. She's maybe hitting puberty. Puberty is rough on all of us, but especially monkey girls. Crazily powered (laughs) monkey girls. That's right. And we flip the page, and she's really screaming out, no! She is not happy. Mm -hmm. Not having a good day. This is true. And then we go from there to a close-up of a candle. Mm-hmm. Candles are important. That's right. <laughs> and, and a voice from the darkness says, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, yes. Yes. And then we uh, jump down to Cliff and Larry or Rebus. And uh, Rebus is definitely leaving... And mm-hmm. Cliff is trying to talk Rebus out of it. He's like, I need you. What do you mean? Why are you going? And uh, Rebus just says, uh, or Cliff says, we need you. And Rebus says, why? What do you mean, why? What are you talking about? What the hell do you think? 
I can't imagine. And Cliff says, you're my friend. Am I? Goodbye, Cliff. <laughs> and that's it for Rebus. Well. <laughs> Off Rebus goes. He's had his uh, moment in the sun last issue. He's found his egg or whatever, and now he's heading right. right. <laughs> Off Rebus goes to do whatever Rebuses do with big glowing egg energies. <laughs> and so Cliff is walking with Josh, telling Josh about what's happened in there. Walking along Danny the street, and Cliff mentions that he hasn't seen Jane all day, and that's probably not a good thing. And uh, as they're walking, we get another appearance of Willoughby Kipling. Yay! <laughs> Willoughby Kipling is here to provide portents of doom. He is, of course, at a bar having a drink and a cigarette, as you do, and then the. Uh, the wallpaper kind of pulls off from the wall and tells him that <laughs> I'm here with a message from Templar Central. All mm -hmm. Templar agents are required to meet at the site of the old London Whirligig, made popular in Shakespeare's day by traveling bread gazers. Interesting. Bread gazers? Yes, whatever bread gazers might happen to be. <laughs> Interesting. That's a rye. That's clearly a rye. Whereas mm -hmm. that's a sourdough, and it's just sitting there in the window. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. I'm looking right at it. <laughs> All righty. And Willoughby says he immediately recognized the smell of dried flowers and cement dust, and they always send the wallpaper man when nobody else can be bothered. And the wallpaper man is telling him that the apocalypse is all set to break through onto the physical plane today. And Willoughby's like, uh, really, look... Either you make yourself useful and brew up a cup of tea, or else you can just bugger off. <laughs> and the wallpaper man's like, I don't need to put up with that kind of talk. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've had enough, thanks. And Willoughby just says the bloody apocalypse. Couldn't it have waited until I was properly arseholed? <laughs> always the apocalypse with this guy. Yeah, he's always seeing apocalypses. And that's it for Willoughby this issue. Just enough to let us know that bad stuff's coming. Oh, yeah. He'll be back. Of course. Of course. We head over to uh, Cliff and Josh, and they're in Crazy Jane's room, and it's uh, it's a little messy. <laughs> and Cliff says... It looks very familiar. I have three kids. I know. I was going to say, yes, looks just like my daughter's room. <laughs> <laughs> Although my daughter is not a schizophrenic multiple personality as far as I know <laughs> I would hope she has different posters on her wall at the very least yeah, she does she's got uh, yeah no oh that one poster there looks kind of like the girl on the cover so maybe, maybe that's where the maybe soul yeah maybe 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 <laughs> and Cliff says look Jane hasn't even slept in her bed and Josh is like how can you tell <laughs> Cliff's like this isn't funny and Josh says, look, you got to admit, this place is a disaster area. And uh, Cliff says, look, look at all these photographs. There's dozens of them. You know, it's not even her family. These are from junk stores. So she's got her room filled with pictures of uh, just, you know, random families that are looking happy. Because <laughs> she Maybe. likes to have happy family room pictures in her, uh, sure. in her room and and uh, he says, Jane can be pretty tough, Josh, but on the inside, she's like glass. I can't help worrying about, wait a minute. And he picks up a piece of paper. 
And Josh asks, what have you got? He's like, ah, shit, look at this. Look at this. This is all we need. And the note says, baby lamb, baby lamb, I know where you are, and I'm coming to get you love daddy. Ooh, that's not good. And uh, Cliff says, that was the bastard that abused her when she was five years old. She's terrified of him, and she hates him all at the same time. And with all her powers, she'll kill him. She'll take him apart. Shit. <laughs> That's just not good. <laughs> Shit is basically Cliff's catchphrase in this uh, iteration of the Doom Patrol. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it encompasses everything. It's all... he has to deal with anyway. That's right. <laughs> it's all in the inflection. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Alrighty, so we head off to a plane and we see Crazy Jane uh, taking a flight out to Metropolis and she's looking, she's looking all fancy. She's wearing like a power suit and and uh, she's all dressed up. Yipper. Looks like she's in first class too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she's, uh, she's living large right now. Mm-hmm. And inside, we get like all of all of her personalities kind of arguing away amongst themselves, and and they're saying you can dress like her, you can dress like Miranda, but you'll never be her. She's dead, dead, dead. And someone else says Miranda's dead, and they tell her that you're Liza Radley. What are you trying to do? She's just trying to help. Shut up. What do you want, Liza Radley? What are you trying to do, Liza Radley? And then uh, Liza says, you'll see. And we get a big close-up on Crazy Jane, and she's looking intense. That's right. She's got a plan. has an idea. You betcha. (laughs) Relax, Charlie. I got an angle. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Cliff, however, is totally worried. He's like, what are we going to do? we got to find this guy. we got to warn him. All I know about Jane is that she grew up on some farm in the Midwest, and then after that, she lived in Metropolis for a while, but I just don't know where to start. I'm letting it all fall apart, Josh. Rebus is gone, Jane's gone, the Doom Patrol's falling apart. And Josh says, well, maybe you should let it. Maybe it's time to let go, Cliff. You have to let Jane take charge of her own life. Cliff is like, what? (laughs) That's not cool. Well, he's got a point. I mean, <laughs> he does. She's grown up, and she's got to sort of do her own thing. But that's exactly what Josh says. He's like, "All I'm saying is, you can't keep playing the father figure. That's what Jane wants, but it's the last thing she needs." You know, Jane and Rebus are free individuals. All this shit about the team spirit is just something Calder spouts when everyone starts to get a little down. <laughs> <laughs> he's not the chief. He knows. He totally is. <laughs> I saw that camera in my room. I know what the hell's going on. I know what's going on. Nothing's holding this so-called team together except a need for emotional support. Maybe Jane doesn't need that anymore. Cliff is not happy with that. He's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you're full of shit. We still gotta find her before she kills someone, even if the bastard deserved it. And Josh is like, how do you know she's gonna kill him? Maybe she just wants to talk to him. She's old enough to confront him on that level and (laughs) she'll kill him. I know that for a fact, okay? And that's when Dorothy comes in. Excuse me, Mr. Steele, Mr. Clay. I I think I need help. And she's standing in the doorway looking all helpless and... Forlorn. Forlorn, that's right. Totally. And then uh, we zip over to Metropolis and we see Crazy Jane. And she is is, uh, taking a taxi and she ends up at a church. 
and being mm-hmm. church and the personalities inside are like, they are not happy about this. They're like, you crazy bitch. What are you doing this for? <laughs> this is where it all happened. Run. And uh, yeah, they don't want to be a church. They do not want to be in church because this is where Miranda died. Mm-hmm. And uh, we see dun, 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 dun. Yeah, she's standing right at the doorway to this big, ginormous metropolis church. That is a good point to jump over to see what Dorothy's up to. And Cliff, well, he's left. (laughs) However, Dorothy has found a friend in Josh. So she's talking to him. She's like, I don't know where to start. I just don't know where to start. And he's like, well, just try the beginning. (laughs) I'm just not sure what the beginning was, really. I think it was when I was a kid. I think that's when it came at first. But, well, maybe it started a couple of months ago when I did that thing, you know. In the Pentagon? Does this have something to do with what happened in the Pentagon? How did you kill that telephone avatar? She's like, I made a wish, Mr. Clay. I called on something and now it won't let me alone. He says, what do you mean? Is this like your imaginary friends, Dorothy? Is this something from your mind that frightened you when you were a child? It's not my friend, that's for sure, but it's in my mind. I think it killed a little boy one time, Mr. Clay, because he was making fun of me. It killed a little boy? What are you trying to tell me, Dorothy? This thing, is it from you or from outside you? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just trying to tell you what's happening. You wish on a candle and the devil comes. You killed Bernard Muller. Muller? Muller. Mueller? Mueller, maybe. I know it did. Mueller. (laughs) Doesn't matter. He's not going to answer. That's true. (laughs) It wants me to go and make another wish so that it can get out and kill everyone else. What am I going to do? I can't fight it on my own. And Josh says, you're not on your own. Nothing's going to happen, Dorothy. We're all here to help you. Does this thing have a name? She says, the candle maker. The candle maker. Dun, 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 dun. Mm. And if that wasn't scary enough, we get a close-up on her doll. Yeah, and with the eye falling off. The eye stuff. falling off. That's never a good scene. <laughs> Cliff is on. Uh, he's in the lounge. He's watching a lot of TVs, <laughs> all of which I think, have. I think that's still Jane's room. Oh, maybe. Play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's prone to self-portraiture. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, where do I start? He says, "How do I figure out where she might have gone? Where would you look, Danny?" Ah, there you go. And Danny, uh, Danny voices through the radio. If I were you, I'd have a vada around that hospital where you and Jane met up. They're sure to have some records, love. Danny, you're a genius. <laughs> Cliff, Josh comes up. I've got it, Josh. It was Danny's idea. That place where I met Jane, that nut house near Metropolis. And Josh is like, listen, we've got another problem. Dorothy thinks we could be in some kind of danger. She's pretty worried, Cliff. And he tries to uh, make it very clear that this is a big deal. And Cliff is just having none of it. I've got to find Jane before I can do anything. Josh, this is a top priority right now. Why don't you and Dorothy go see the chief? And Josh just kind of rolls his eyes. Yeah, sure. You want to uh, drop us off at the Rhode Island headquarters? You heard the man, Danny. Let's hit the road. So Danny does his thing. And... uh, we zip over to Metropolis, I think. Yeah. Tell us what you're going to do, Liza Radley, because she has stepped into the church now. And she tells him that 
all those personalities have to stop fighting her. You're trying to integrate us. We can't survive that way. Run away, run away. <laughs> <laughs> and she's remembering that it's it's just like it was, the holy stink of it. What are you looking at? She tells, she uh, comments to this big statue of Jesus hanging on the cross there. And of course, he doesn't answer because he's a statue. Um, also not real. Also not real, that's right. <laughs> and... Uh, the personalities are inside there. He never answers your questions. Why does that bell keep ringing? Ding dong dell. I'm not strong enough. Now she tells us. What if I'm not strong enough? And then we get someone calling out for K. And uh, it is apparently the ghost of Miranda, maybe. Uh, it's like a big... Um, it's kind of like a fish bowl on top of someone's head, but we can't really see the head. It's all kind of... Looks like Mysterio with a raggedy blue Yeah, cape. yeah, that's it. Yes, it's calling out Kay. Kay! It's cold in the well, Kay. Colder than the sea. And, uh -oh. yes, all the personalities are like, we told you. <laughs> we told you not to remember. You see what you've done? Find me nothing more. And, uh... Jane started to lose a little bit. Harry, what Harry, she shouts. And then she has a flashback. And we can tell it's a flashback because it's all like in gray. <laughs> Black and white. That's right. Old timey like. Old timey like. When we were Miranda, we had no memory and we were happy. When Easter came, we always went to the cathedral to light a candle every Easter. When we were Miranda, there was no past. We had a good job and friends and only saw some bad dreams when we were Miranda. And uh, so I'm guessing Miranda is a personality she took on afterwards to kind of yeah. cope. It was sort of her mid-range personality before the G-bomb went off. <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So she took on this personality to kind of... To kind she's of survive. Settling back into life. That's right. And she's she's coming into the church in the past, where she is right now, and and uh, a bum a bum sees her on the street mm -hmm. and follows her in. Filthy, filthy bum. Damn oh, hobos. Hobos. If you've learned anything from iCarly, it's that hobos right. are bad. <laughs> All right, so we go back to the headquarters and uh, Dorothy is asking, do you really think Professor Calder will be able to help me, Clay? Mr. Clay? He might be a pain in the ass, Dorothy, but he is a genius. There's no denying that. If anyone can help, I'm sure he can. She's like, oh, I feel a lot better now. I don't feel so scared. Yeah, you'll get over that. Yeah, totally. Well, you know, it's best not to keep things like that to yourself. Sometimes they get all out of proportion. And she kind of looks over her shoulder and she looks at the shadows and the shadows start to... Uh, they just look a little sinister. Sinister enough that they uh, <laughs> they cause Dorothy to have some sort of seizure. <laughs> mm -hmm. She falls down on the ground and she's seizuring away. And That's Josh, not good. No, Josh is not happy. He's like, Dorothy? <laughs> we jump back to uh, Kay's flashback there. Crazy Jane's flashback. Every Easter we'd light a candle for someone. Someone who died a long time ago and no one cared but us. And then she's saying Harry's name. 
And then she says, we had no memory, but Easter was always a sad time. And Jane is sitting in the church, and she's saying, I don't want to remember. I can't. Don't make me. And, and uh, the ghost of Miranda there is saying, find me. <laughs> and then she goes back to her flashback. You can't live without memory, even if you try. Miranda had to remember. Our mouths, so long sealed, were choked with screams and words that had to be voiced. It had to happen. And as Miranda is walking through the church, she sees that uh, the hobo sign is sitting there outside of the confessional. And the voices in her head are saying, this was all our fault. We were always asking for it. We always were. And that is when the hobo jumps out, grabs her, pulls her into the confessional, and has his way with her for a short while. <laughs> Miranda, of course, is remembering everything that's ever happened to her. And she's freaking out. And she's asking for someone to help her. And that's when, in her head, this is kind of a cool image. All the puzzle pieces break apart. Yeah, it's a recurring image with her. Yeah. The puzzle pieces and trying to put it back together and it flying apart and all yes. that stuff. Well, in this case, yeah, the puzzle has been broken apart. And that is when we get the first instance of one of... Uh, Crazy Jane's personalities, one of her deadlier personalities, <laughs> popping out. Um, is that Black Alice, probably? Black Anis, yeah. Anis, yeah, yeah, yeah. She pops out and grabs a... Oh, wine. this is pre-powers. So pre-powers, so it's just... Personality, and she grabs his wine bottle and starts <laughs> knifing him to death. Cutting him to pieces, that's right. She's had enough. <laughs> that hobo is not going to be coming back from this. No. And... Uh, we flash back it, to the... Death, they'll be calling him Stitchy Pete. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he'll have lots of mouths from which he can choose to drink from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All righty. And that's when we flash back to the present day and a security guard comes by and he's like, Miss, are you all right, Miss? And uh, Jane is sitting there and, and she's saying, Miranda ran into the well, falling apart, falling apart, flying apart like a collapsing building. A storm blew right through her. She went into the well where Daddy lives, and uh, Crazy Jane gets this crazy look in her eye, and she tells the security guard, who wants to know? <laughs> All men are the same, she says in her head. That does not bode well for anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go back to Doom Patrol headquarters, and, and uh, Dorothy is saying, I can't hold him, can't. And... Uh, uh, Oh. And then the funky music comes on. And then the funky phone music came on. However, I'm sure someone in the house will get it. And if not, we just get cool music in the background. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Josh does to help Dorothy. He plays a little uh, jazz. Soothing cell phone music. <laughs> That's right. Instead, he tells her to bite down on this, Dorothy. Don't be frightened. I'll get help. I'm not sure what he's getting her to bite down on. I guess something so that she doesn't swallow her tongue. But Yeah doesn't really work because she keeps her mouth open. She's she's yeah. telling him, don't go, don't go. And he runs off down the hallway to get help. He's looking for the chief. Calder, Calder, where the hell are you? I, and he gets into Calder's room and he sees the wheelchair knocked over. He's like, oh my God. And oh, I just noticed that there's, a, there's like a doorway kind of and the door is sliding upwards and there's like little feet hiding behind it. Mm-hmm. So someone is watching him. And uh, Josh turns around, and he's like, I just 
And then blam, 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 blam. Josh is shot right through the chest. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be good. No, his last words are like, but... And then mm-hmm. down he goes. And all we see is the uh, hand of the shooter. Mm-hmm. And then we see Josh's body all splayed out on the floor, and he is definitely dead. He's got the dead eye look, and he's got blood all over his chest, and it's oozing out. Josh, rest in peace, buddy. Poor Josh. He never knew what the hell was going on. <laughs> Not until the very last moments of his life. And then it was too late. Then it was too late. That's right. Boom. That's it for Josh, man. That is it. Unfortunate. Yes. Down the well is what the next issue is called. And they say, next issue, who killed Josh? Believe me, you don't want to know. But you'll find out anyway. (laughs) (laughs) The conclusion of our two-part look at Crazy Jane and the beginning of the end of the Doom Patrol. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, and they're advertising in the letters page uh, the Doom Force special. Oh, man, that thing is crazy. I think I've got that, I think. It's the one that looks like it was done by Leafield? <laughs> yes. Yes, apparently it comes out around the time of Doom Patrol 57, so we'll have to look at it then. Really? That's what they said. It ships the same month as the double-sized Doom Patrol 57. Huh. Interesting. Huh. We will have to look. Check it out. (laughs) That's it. That's it for this week's Doom Patrol issue. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. If you have any comments on this issue, you can... Keep them to yourself. I don't want to hear them anymore. That's right. No more of those jibber-jabbers. You can, however, if you really do want to, send us an email to our email address, which is still empty today, buggers. It is doompodtroll at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can head on over to our website, which is also doompodtroll.com, and you can comment on any one of the episodes which are posted there. Yeah, do that, please. It would be very nice. Yeah. Hear from someone to know that we're not just talking to ourselves anymore. <laughs> That's right. That is right. All right. We'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.